I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, March 31st, 2023. I am Dave Biddle. I'm very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit as we close out the month of March here. A lot to get into. We're going to finish the show with some quarterback recruiting discussion. We're going to start the show with Ohio State's current quarterbacks. Let's presume, I don't think this is a massive presumption, Jay Book, that Kyle McCord is the starter this season. What are mm-hmm. your expectations for him this year if he is the starter? I expect him to have a big year, Dave. I mean, this is Ohio State. You look at the the guys that have come before him. Uh, they've all put up tremendous numbers and stats um, and Big Ten player of the year under Ryan Day. So I expect the same thing from Kyle McCord. I mean, you look at all of the weapons at his disposal. Uh, he probably has the deepest running back room in the country. So having a rushing attack shouldn't be an issue. You, you're probably going to have, uh, I would say, top five pick in Marvin Harrison, another 1,000-yard wide receiver in Emeka. And then you have a litany of guys right behind him who would easily be the number one or two wide receiver in any other team on the Big Ten and Xavier, Julian, Jaden, the bevy of incoming freshmen. You look at you got your entire tight end room back. Um, Kate Stover played tremendous last year. So to me, when you have that many weapons at your disposal, Dave, he should light it up. Um, and, and here's the thing. When you're at Ohio State, you're going to out-athlete 90 to 95% of the teams that are on your schedule. You know, Michigan uh, obviously has been a thorn in their side. Penn State is always a tough matchup. But other than that, they're going to have more talent than anybody else that, that they face. I'm with you. We talked about it on your spaces earlier this week. I think if McCord wins the job, the expectation is for him to play at a very high level. And I think he will. Will he be as good as C.J. Stroud? I'm not going to say that. C.J. Stroud's going to be the number one pick of the draft. I'm not going to put that on him, but I expect him to play very well. And I'm sure Ryan Day does as well. Um, All right. Who wins the the right tackle job? We're wondering who's going to be the starting center. We know that. We know it's going to be Carson Hensman. Not that they've announced it, but you just know that's the case. Who do you think it's going to be? You think it's going to be Zed Mahalski? You think it's going to be Tegra Shabola? I think it's going to be Tegra, Dave. Um, just a gut feeling on my end. Uh, just listening to all of your guys' excellent work and reporting and heading over there, getting comments from the coaches. Also, just venturing around, hearing uh, the Cleveland.com guys with Doug and them, just hearing their kind of reports. And basically, the the sentiment has been very similar. Tegra is a huge Huge human being uh, starting to really come into his own. I just think that his upside is so much higher 
potentially than uh, Zen that I think that if you can get that younger guy in there with a much higher upside, if I trust that Justin Fry is going to be able to get him coached up, I just think that he will probably edge it out. Now, with that being said, I could just be completely wrong. <laughs> uh, it could be a situation where both of those guys are somewhat in the rotation. I do think this this battle will go all the way into fall camp, Dave. I, I don't think it's, this would be settled in spring. This wouldn't be something they would settle in spring, do you think? No, I think Justin Fry probably knows right now. Probably knows if I had to guess. I know mm -hmm. they're only in. So tomorrow they're going to have – tomorrow's practice, the entire practice is open to the media again. I love that. They're going to have a scrimmage. Half the practice will be open to the students for Student Appreciation Day. So there will be a scrimmage out there. So my guess is Justin Fry probably knows right now and Ryan Day. They probably know right now at least who they think will be the starter. Yeah. But I agree with you. I don't think they're going to – announce a starter i think they're gonna keep that competition going uh in the camp because you uh you said it in the spaces earlier this week just you're um you know viewing the tackles that zen was pr probably going first in the drills but once it came to like the actual scrimmage and stuff you saw tegra getting a lot of the reps with the first team there so that right there just kind of that's the coaches being wise, just throwing the media off the scent there. That hey, you're, <laughs> you're going to get a, you're going to get a look at, at both guys guys here, and it's not going to be completely obvious who's the who's the starter and who's the the backup in that situation. Yeah, you nailed that. I mean, we're all like taking notes, like all right, looks like Zen's a little ahead of Tegra. Oh wait, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, they're throwing us off. Yeah. Um, all right, who do you think's gonna? I'm just asking. We're just going through some. Again, we're gonna finish with some uh, quarterback recruiting. I know so we have some comments about Air Noland, and don't worry, guys, we're going to get to him. But um, who do you think is going to lead the Buckeyes in sacks this year? I'm going I'm going with Jack Sawyer. Hey, back-to-back -back years, Dave, back-to-back -back years. I just think that, you know, with him playing out of position last year, leading them in sacks, I think that was kind of a, a telltale sign that, hey, let this guy do what he does best, which is put his hand in the dirt, go get the quarterback, I do think that JT's going to command a lot more attention. A lot of teams were going to be looking at him to believe it, like, hey, he's the one that we need a key on. But with that being said, I just think that Jack, being uh, being back at his natural position, being able to rep there with the ones all year round, uh, all through spring ball and fall camp, I think is going to bode well for him. Uh, so I'm banking on Jack Sawyer. Now, the question for you, Davis, do you think, Whoever the leading sack master is for Ohio State, you think they can get up to the double digits? Because it's been years since we had a, a, a someone at Ohio State to have double-digit sacks. Chase Young had to be the last one, right? Right. And he had well over. I think that was the school record. He had like 16 and a half or something like that. Broke the school record. If I had to bet, I'll I'll take the under. You give me the uh, – if, if the over-under is nine and a half for the leading sack – Getter for the Buckeyes this year. I'll take the under, just hope I'm wrong. I'll go with Tui Molo Al. I think it's going to be close between Sawyer and Tui Molo Al. And I think Mike Hall is going to be in the mix too, even though he's a D tackle. He's just so disruptive. We saw the game last year where he only had like eight snaps and still had like two and a half sacks and a tackle for loss or something like that. So right. that guy can stay healthy as, as quick as he is. You know, he, but he's not going to get double digit sacks. So I'll say Tui Molo Al will lead the team in sacks with nine. How about that? <laughs> I got to say this. So we got a chance yesterday. Um, after practice, we didn't get to see practice yesterday, but we got a chance to meet with a bunch of the defensive backs, including defensive backs coach Tim Walton and safeties coach Perry Eliano. 
telling you guys, Davison Igbignosin is so impressive. It was fun finally getting a chance to meet him. The Ole Miss transfer uh, was a starter as a true freshman, Ole Miss freshman All-American. This kid is six foot two, 187. It was so nice getting a chance to meet him. He's very impressive on and off the field. I, I encourage anybody, um, you can get on Bucknuts, you can get on my Twitter feed, our YouTube page. We have our video with Davison Igbignosin. Um, I know other outlets had the interview as well, so you can just get on YouTube and watch it if you want to. This kid is so impressive. He's wanted to be a Buckeye his whole life. He was talking about guys like Jeff Okuda and Denzel Ward. Get excited about Davis and Ignosin. I, I expect big things out of this young man. He seems special to me, Jay Book. I'm excited, Dave. I mean, the, the one thing that I take from him uh, the short time that he's been here is he just seems like he's cut from a different cloth than the defensive backs that have been in the program. He brings that jersey toughness. He has the experience from playing in the SEC. It, it kind of, you know, opened my eyes a little bit, raised my eyebrows when he said the transition to Ohio State, it's been pretty easy for me. Um, you know, you, you usually hear Ohio State is a tough place to adjust to. You know, they're real, they, especially the strength and conditioning program and how they, you know, push their players in practice. But for a kid to come in here and say, hey, it's been, you know, it's been pretty easy. And he's going out there and he's performing at a high level. The coaches are raving about him, saying that he's special. Um, and, and Jim knows talking about he's a tough, tough dude, uh, brings that jersey toughness. So to me, I think this is an absolute gem. I, I can't see a situation where he's not the starting corner this year, Dave. At minimum, with his size at 6'2", he can be an inside slot type of nickel corner because I know that is something they're experimenting with uh, is trying to get a third corner on the field in passing situations. Yeah, I'm very high on him. And, you know, Jordan Hancock, it's gonna, it's a good problem to have. If Jordan Hancock ends up being the third corner, because um, I don't, I agree, I don't think Davis and Igbenosin is going to be the third corner. I think he's going to find his way in the starting lineup. And Denzel Burke looks great. So I think Jordan Hancock's probably going to be the number three. Right now, to be clear, Hancock's running with the ones, Igbenosin running with the twos. But it's early in spring, and Igbenosin's a transfer, so I fully expect him to be a starter. But if Jordan Hancock is your number three corner and he's healthy, now a year older, that is that's a luxury. And I also like Jair Brown a lot. He gets lost yeah. in the shuffle. We got a chance to talk with him yesterday. He's impressive. If he's your number four corner, you know that's a good situation to be in. We also got to meet with, with the safeties yesterday. Talk about spring depth chart. So right now at safety, Josh Proctor is running with the ones at adjuster. Kai Stokes is his backup. Again, this is just spring. This isn't like they're like saying this is going to be how it's going to be for the season. Um, at the Bandit, Lathan Ransom is running with the ones. Sonny Styles is running with the twos. All right. In the slot, Cam Martinez running with the ones. Jihad Carter running with the twos. I think Lathan Ransom might hold on to his job, but um, I think they got to move Sonny Styles around. They got to find a way to. You and I talk about this all the time. And even the coaches talk about it. So yeah. I do think they're going to find a role for Sonny Styles. I really do. A, a big, we saw him play against Georgia a lot. So right now he's running with the twos. What do you make of the whole situation at safety? It's frustrating to me, Dave. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely honest. I'm reading reports this morning from the Alabama site talking about how Caleb Downs is getting reps with the ones. And here you have Sonny Styles, our own five-star, who's a freak of nature, getting reps behind an older upperclassman who's probably – has hit their ceiling right now, has been in the program forever. We know what we're going to get from him. Get Sonny Styles on the field. Get him as many reps with the first team as possible. Like, why can Georgia 
who had six true freshmen playing on their national championship defense in a place like Alabama, who's clearly not afraid to play their true freshmen, how can they get their kids ready straight out of high school, but at a place like Ohio State, who's Sonny Styles, who enrolled early, C.J. Sticks, C.J. Hicks, who enrolled early, we can't get our five stars to be repping with the ones yet. I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand the logic behind taking reps from these younger guys in place of these veterans who we know what we're going to get from them. Like, give me Sonny Styles on the field. Find a way to utilize them. I know they've been talking. It's like, yeah, he's going to play. He's going to play. We're going to figure out how to utilize them. Come on, man. The time is now. If they're going to make a mistake, the mistake needs to happen right now in the spring when the games don't matter. Like, let them go out there and learn how to perform at a high level at Ohio State, getting those first-team reps. Like, it's going to accelerate their development. Like, if Caleb Downs can go into Alabama, Dave, and and get first-team reps just like that, there's no reason why our younger five-star guys can't go in there and get first-team reps. Like, sorry for my rant. It's just frustrating. Like, you see other – like, we're trying to compare ourselves to Alabama and Georgia, other national title contenders. Like, how come they can get their true freshman 18-year-old guys ready to play off the snap of a finger where it's taking us a much longer process? Like, I, I understand you don't want to give kids uh, something to say, hey, you need to go out there and earn it. But at the end of the day, are we playing talent or are we playing the seniority game? Yeah, don't apologize. I was about ready to say amen to your rant. <laughs> well, definitely don't apologize for what you said. You were on the money there. All right, let's, uh, as promised, let's talk some quarterback recruiting. Um, now, Aaron Nolan will uh, visit Ohio State this week, and he still doesn't have an offer, but that's not surprising. Ryan Day's not going to offer a quarterback until he sees him throw in person. So um, it looks like Jaden Davis is going to commit to Michigan today. Talk about that a little bit. And then, do you think the Buckeyes should offer Aaron Nolan? Do you think they will? Just get into quarterback recruiting, if you would. Yeah, uh, I think uh, the Davis kid, he's obviously going to be headed to Michigan. You know, if there was a, a change of the tie there, you'd have been seeing the crystal balls and stuff flipping. I just think that Ohio State, with the Dylan Rayola debacle, got in a little too late. I think the bridge was already burned once they chose uh, Dylan Rayola over him. So now that that kid's going to be headed over to Michigan, I think you have to put the full-court press on Aaron Nolan, Dave. You got to get an elite quarterback. Uh, I will say this, and I will say it to him blue in the face. As long as Ryan Day is here at Ohio State, quarterback recruiting and quarterback development, that is – arguably the least uh, worrisome position on the football team. You know you're going to get production from your quarterback. You know you're going to be able to find someone. With the transfer portal the way it is right now, who knows? There may be a kid that just absolutely tears it up this year in college football and finds out, hey, I want to transfer to Ohio State and compete for a job. You just never know. But as far as Aaron Nolan, I mean, if he's your plan C guy, Dave, you're talking about the number eight, you know, quarterback in the country because uh, to the 24-7 composite, 24-7 has him as a number seven. It would be odd seeing a lefty there, but I think he has all the tools. Tall kid, 6'3", can run, still needs to be developed, but make no mistake, if he can get into Ohio State's uh, system with with uh, Corey Dennis, Ryan Day, I do think he's a heck of a prospect to bring in, especially if it turns out that he's going to be your plan C guy. But He's a talent. I mean, it, it's a testament to Ohio State that you're in the hunt 
for three different quarterbacks who are at the top 10 in position in the entire country in high school. Yeah, as we talked about in your spaces, I'll never worry about quarterback recruiting. As long as Ryan Day's here, I'll never worry about wide receiver recruiting as long as Brian Hartline's here. What do you make of Jaden Davis going to Michigan? I mean, it's not a big surprise at this point, if it happens. Yeah. Um, sounds like it will later today. What do you make of that? He's going to go up there and hand the ball off 45 times a game. <laughs> that's that's what I make of it. I mean, who Jim Harbaugh hasn't shown the the chops to develop quarterbacks. He's going to go up there to a power run game, hand the ball off forty five times. Whereas he had an opportunity to go play at Ohio State, be developed by Ryan Day, who's putting first round quarterbacks into the NFL. He will have the opportunity to play with some of the best wide receivers in all of high school football. You look at Michigan, they don't have one wide receiver that will crack the top four at Ohio State right now. So I just think that he he really trusts Jim Harbaugh to develop him, whatever they're selling them. Hey, hats off to you. You got the kid. But overall, I'm not worried about it because he's going to go up there and hand the ball off, you know, more so than he's going to be developed as a passing quarterback. Quick question here. OH, Buckeye baby, IO, if Nolan commits, does Devin Brown transfer? I don't think that'll affect Devin Brown. I think even, no. if, he, even if Devin Brown, in my opinion, even if Ryan Day announces Kyle McCord's the leader leaving spring, which I don't think he will, I still don't think Devin Brown would transfer. But I don't think Aaron Nolan affects Devin Brown at all. What He, he knows they're going to get a quarterback in the 2024 class. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it'd affect them at all. I mean, it's Ohio State. They're going they, – they have been blatantly open – with everybody, anybody who's listened, they're said they're going to go get a quarterback every single class. So they don't play that. Hey, I'm I'm going to recruit a quarterback. I'm not going to take a quarterback the next class. Like that's not how they operate at, at Ohio State. Great stuff as always from Jonah Booker. I'll let you get back in your house and deal with all of the chaos that's going on inside your house. The beautiful setting in, in your uh, what is backyard. it? Your patio, your backyard, yeah. your back patio. I love the <laughs> setting there and. Uh, in Arizona. Thank you for getting up early and doing this. He is Jonah Booker. Thank you very much to Jay Book. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.